Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And today, Akash Singh is here. What's up? Returning. Yeah, it's been a Third long time. time. And your listeners are older now, so I don't have to take it as seriously. <laughs> you know what's weird is I take children way more seriously than I take adults. Well, that's a beautiful thing. I still have a lot of younger listeners. Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's more of a range now. So we still have the young ones. Akash, you can't. You know, I don't cuss around kids. Like, even if, like, if I had a kid... I would love to have kids, but when they, uh, they're going to know I cuss in my act all the time, but I'll never cuss around them. My girl's nieces, I don't ever cuss around them. They cuss. They don't care. I still won't. You're a beautiful person. Uh, kids are great. Kids are great. Adults You're are You're so good with Shane. I love Shane. How's Shane doing? He's doing so good. He's a little star. We just moved. Where are you living? Westfield, New Jersey. Ooh, Deeper New Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we have, he has his own bedroom now. It's huge. Yeah. And, he's got his uh, own room. He's living. He's a king. He's awesome. Yeah. It, thank God they connect, though, with a door, because at night he wants me to keep it open. That's adorable. Scared. So we keep the door open. That's adorable. And when he gets scared, I'm like, I'm right here. You can hear me. How old I'm is right he? here. He's 10. I think I slept in the same bed as my parents when I was like eight. Really? I was like in third grade. It was like, too, it was like way too late for a dude. It's a thing, though. Actually, a lot of kids do that. I mean, I'm still scared of the dark. <laughs> Really? Especially in my new place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm still adjusting. And it's got a thing to it. Like, I can feel things around Nate's me. got that joke that actually is really funny. It's way yes. more scary in the suburbs than it is in the city. City, I'm, I mean, I'm scared on the street, but not in my house. In my house, I'm good. Streets, scary. But in that, in the suburbs, there's no one around. It's all like queak, like. So dark. Quiet and creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no lights. Like, in Jersey City, it was never even dark in my room. Like, even when I went to bed, there were so many lights coming in through the windows a bit that there was still this, like, glow in your room. Plus, Jersey City is a dangerous place. It is. But I felt safer in my room, oddly enough. Because, yeah. It was also just the space there. I don't think you ever saw my apartment. It was, like, this crisp. It was so renovated. It was, like, crisp white walls. It just didn't look as... um, Creepy. Not that my house is creepy. It's just like got an You're in a older house, though? feel. Like a legit house? It's a house, but with two apartments in it. So like there's a like a downstairs. Yeah. Okay. So right. it's very, it's a lot more house feeling. Yeah. And yeah, it just is a little bit scarier to me at night. Why don't you get like a dog or something? Well, sometimes I watch Shane's dog from his dad's house. Ooh, she comes over. That's great. Yeah. That's perfect, actually, because I can't get a dog because we go on all the time. It is perfect. It's but joint it's, custody. I have joint custody now of a kid and a dog. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It took me some time to warm up to Jada because I wasn't a dog person. I got attacked when I also, was 11. your ex, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting, you know, raising a kid with someone that if you didn't have a kid with, you guys probably wouldn't talk at all anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just an interesting thing because he actually helps me out a lot. Like if I get sick and I have the stomach virus and I'm just puking my guts out, he would be someone who would come and drop Gatorade over. So it's just this funny thing of like, we it's are so tied. funny. Women's threshold for being a good guy when you're sick is he brought me Gatorade. <laughs> what a hero. Oh, what an angel. He brought me Gatorade. I expect the world when I'm sick. Then he punched me in the face, but he got me that Gatorade. <laughs> Yo, my girl got me Gatorade when I was sick and I was like, all right, cool. But like, you don't got no Vicks. You know what I mean? You're not going to put Vicks on my chest. You're not going to tuck me in huh? like a baby. I expect the world when I'm sick. And women are like, he got me Gatorade. What a sweetheart. He touched me. And guys are the worst. I don't want to take care of anybody when they're sick. You ever seen a guy like in an all-male roommate, like my guy roommates when I get sick? Uh-uh. Case is sick right now. I don't give a fuck. I asked him to do this podcast. And he was like, I'm sick. I was like, you're a pussy. Fine. Get over it. I haven't offered him a single goddamn thing. I could go to Rite Aid's pharmacy, pick up something for myself. I'd forget to be like, hey, Case, you want to not feel like you're dying? Doesn't sound like a good friend right there, Akash. It's not even, it's just a male just understanding. Male, you know- men understand we don't care about each other when we're sick. That's a male understanding. Nathan McIntosh and I got into a fight. Surprise, surprise, because yeah. I had had that stomach fucking virus thing that was going around. Right. I ended up in the hospital, Akash. Oh, okay. Wow. I had to get an IV. Wow. So I was not doing You didn't even well. tell me you were in the hospital? I'm How sorry. selfish of you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kidding. I apologize. I'm kidding. So, 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 I, so Nathan does know, right? Right. Which is fine. I'm, I don't expect him to fucking care, care. But we had Christmas coming up and right. Nathan and I spent Christmas together. So coming up, I was like, fuck, I hope I'm good enough to come over still. But I knew if I didn't, he'd be like bummed, you know, and then yeah. it's just him on Christmas. So I go there. I pull it to fucking gather. I did take an hour nap, but like we watch movies all day. So I guess in his mind, I was now cured of my fucking If you came over in a guy's mind, you're good. Yes. I, I go back home. I'm still fucking sick. Two more, three more days. I'm feeling like hell, right? Yeah. He texts me like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm still sick. And he goes, you're not sick. That's what he texted. We got into a huge okay, you fight. Can't fight I know. You're not sick. No, I was That's what you tell someone when I they're was sick. Like, I was like, I am sick and I hate you. <laughs> like I literally got into a huge fight yeah. and he was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. And I was like, you're not my friend. You don't care about me. That's why the name of your show is The Friendship is Over. Yes, because we do end it probably four times a year. And the show is now over, right? I'm saying it's too volatile. It's not over over. It it was, I didn't end it because we got volatile. I ended it because I wanted to start my healing events Mm. and I only have so much energy to promote for a show. Uh, Maybe you gotta, maybe maybe you gotta heal yourself at one of these events. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. You know what, Akash, maybe you can heal (laughs) your butt. Yo. Oh guys, I went to (laughs) Namaste bookshop. Everybody says Namaste. Every one of your listeners who says that is wrong. It's Namaste bookshop. I took you. And Kate took me and she asked me to buy, um, what do you call it? A healing stone? Yes, a crystal. Crystal. And I wasn't really feeling it. And Kate was so deeply personally offended (laughs) that I wasn't feeling it. She was just like, the look on her face was like, I was dating her and I had sex with her sister in front of her. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. I felt like you weren't feeling the crystal <laughs> i tried i honestly had an open mind i just felt nothing and i'm a religious dude so yeah i was thinking about this on the way over that bill bird joke where it's like why do you why would you mock anybody's beliefs if you're religious 
I get that. I just wouldn't, I feel like people are pushing it on me. I'm like, all right, well, come on, man. Let's, I tried to crystal didn't work. What are you going to do? I get it. You didn't, you weren't into it. That's fine. Another thing that offended me that day is you're so open and like you're into my tower readings. We can talk about the deities because I'm a huge fan of Kali. Right, right, right. Huge fan, right? (laughs) (laughs) Love her. (laughs) Chops the head off the ego. Number one, my number one God. She's in your top five dead or alive gods. She's my top being of all. Oh, wow. I like Jai Kali Ma. You know what I mean? Like all day, every day. Okay. I think it's Jay, but I think. Thank you. I know I'm white. I get it. So (laughs) (laughs) didn't lose sight of that. Okay. Although I think we're all colorless in our souls. You know what I'm saying? False. Oh, in our souls. Yeah, in our souls, our vibrations. Right. So the thing that offended me that day, as soon as I start talking about aliens, you check out. You I look did it at again me? just now. Yes. I can't even you, look at you. Yes. You look at you. You can't. You act like I'm like I belong in a straight jacket and it offends me so hard every time. I don't. Because I'm like, it's me, Akash. It's me. I, and it's you just just a lot, Kate, to jump really? to aliens. aliens? Yeah. yeah. It's that weird to you? Yeah. That you, you think that humans are the only fucking things in the universe, you're that fucking cocky that you think. I don't think we're that, the only thing. There's a look huge at the fucking leap. ocean. There's a huge leap. <laughs> those are fucking aliens if you think about it. There's a you huge- got those bottom feeders fucking breathing sulfur. Yo, there is a huge leap between we are the only beings on earth and I am an alien. I didn't say I am an Dragon alien. Dragon breathing did- woman. No, 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 no. You see, you're combining a lot of the things I say. <laughs> it's a lot to throw in. <laughs> How there's dragons and aliens all of a sudden is Game of Thrones <laughs> and Star Wars are all real and they're all coming at me. They are all real. I'm telling you. And all of a sudden, I've got to wrap my mind well, around You know what happened? Idea. You and I are so close, but there, well, sometimes we'll go like a year of not talking too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like went a year and then we talked and I'm like, so I'm a dragon sorceress. Yes. And you were like, Kate, I'm gonna need a moment. I'm gonna need a moment <laughs> with that. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. And I don't accept, I'm not nearly as open-minded with other friends. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, dog. I'm very open with you. And like, yes. I'm willing, I, I get it. I get it. So I'm like, all right, you got to give this a chance. But you say I'm a dragon sorceress. Well, part of that's because first of all, like, what does a dragon sorceress mean? Let me break you, that down. You got to tell me. I'm gonna break bro. that down for you. Okay. Okay. Dragon just means fire. You're fire. So okay. if you want to call on an element, you would also be a dragon in that sense. I don't think I'm a dragon. I don't walk around thinking like. You know, a much more palatable way to say that is I have a very fiery personality. Yeah, a less fun way of saying it. Yeah, sure, it. it's a less fun way, but if you want to say it to people who haven't heard it yet. I didn't think you were going to look at me. Well, you like, said I'm a dragon sorceress. I am a dragon sorceress. Oh, see what I'm saying? I could also who, say with I'm- With no context. I could also say I'm a wolf witch. You know which, what I mean? Again, it's like, with no context sounds insane. Fine, fine. Which also makes me laugh when people are like, this bitch is crazy. But then you can't get offended when I'm like, all right. Well, I can. So, I mean, I'm allowed to do whatever I want, but I'm a maniac. Anyway. Okay, okay fair enough. <laughs> the sorceress thing, in all honesty, I think we're all sorcerers and sorceresses in the sense of we have so much more magic and power than we that than we believe. Okay. I think we get to create the life of our dreams. I think most people have forgotten. Like, they almost act like a victim, like, oh, I have to live life this way. And I'm like, no. That. That's my least favorite thing. Well, it's sad, really. So for me, it's like remembering that we all can create this magical world. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and life is complicated. It's not going to look exactly the way you thought it was going to look. There's crazy shit that happens in life. People die. The job that you thought would be perfect ends up not being. You know what I mean? But it's about having way more 
uh, magic and control than you ever realized. You know so what I used to always say sorceress. to this point a little bit? Here's the thing. You just got to ground it more for people when they hear it. And then when... You're right. If you say it because it's funny... I do this a lot. I say things that are supposed to be funny. Like, I'll say outrageous things to my girlfriend all the time. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a divide in how we feel about feminism. Whereas I told her in a very serious moment after all the jokes, I was like, if I had a daughter... I would raise her to know she is every bit as good as every man out there. There's not a single thing she can't do if she doesn't want to. But I'd also tell her the second she gets outside, if a guy is like, oh, women aren't equal, don't bother arguing with him. Go take his job. Go be his boss. Shut up and be better than him because you are, which is a real thing that I think, and that's beautiful. But when people start kind of coming at me with it, like... Um, Who would disagree with that beautiful but, yeah, statement? But, but when I start feeling... But my also my point is you don't need to argue. You don't need to have that argument with people. That's the way I feel about racism. If I'm with a white supremacist, I'm not going to sit here and try to change his mind. I'm just going to go be better than him, and that's it. <laughs> so that's the way I look at this stuff. So when people are like, oh, women have to do this, this, and this, and they kind of shove it at me, I just come back over the top with a joke. When it's like, oh, you don't think women can have any job they want to? I'm like, no, they can't. Then I'll joke back. I'll be like, no, they can. Yeah. But they want to be in the kitchen, right? <laughs> I'll do that. And so that's a big divide, but that's how I feel about a lot of this stuff. You just got to make sure the person is, I don't why know. Would we, they, why would they do that when they're so good at cutting cucumbers? Exactly. That's, the, that's how I respond. But then when people don't take me seriously, I, it's like yeah. I kind of put it on me because I say it in a way that I think is funny. And I got to also have that real moment that is, hey, here's how I really feel. Yeah. You got to do both. You can't just say I'm a dragon sorcerer without saying here's what I really mean. I guess I assumed with you because you knew me I do the so same well. Thing. I do the same that thing. You'd be like, "Oh, she's just being silly." But when you looked at me like, "Oh God, is Kate okay?" I was yes. like, "Ah, gosh, it's me." Well, that's how. But that's I do the same thing to people. I'm like, "Oh," and I get hurt. Like, don't you know me better? But you also got to give them something. So because otherwise, they're just grabbing onto that sentence. I hear and what it's you're saying. Whatever you know. What I, I mean? thought that we were. I know we're cool enough, but I thought that you always knew that I was. Still sane. I mean, I know I'm nuts. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm batshit crazy okay. at the same time. Right. But I'm still grounded. Grounded, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very aware of my crazy. Okay. I don't act out. Right. I'm not saying I didn't years ago. Right. I've had some crazy fucking relationships, right. you yeah. know. But I've gotten to a point where it's all a fucking Also, joke. this was the first time my girl had hung out with you. Yeah, and then sure. you just say I'm a dragon sorceress. And I'm like... Hey, here's my friend Kate. I don't think dragon. she cared. She seemed pretty. <laughs> she seemed pretty, but she was on like, she had just taken accidentally or something, two sleeping pills. Remember that? I think Zyrtec and she was Some, all tired. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. She had, something was going on where she was sick and, yeah. and just wasn't feeling great. Yeah. And like, I felt bad for her. She felt like she was kind of drugged and you're right. like, you gotta meet Kate. Yeah, you yeah. could tell she was like, I yeah. just want to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, this is a bit intense the first time you meet my friend. If she's like, yeah, I, I, I'm a dragon sorceress. Yeah. With, uh, with alien But something. I think it was also really reiterating that point because I, you and I had hung out a week before and I said that to you and you had such a reaction that I think I was also like... You're really forcing on you. If you were a religious person, you would be like a Jehovah's Witness, like door to door. <laughs> you need to see how I feel and you need to think this way. You would be a missionary. You would be that. You gotta... Well, I do feel like a mystic missionary, but not... See in, what I'm saying? But not in the way... I don't want to shove it down people's throats. I know that sounds funny considering that I do, but like, <laughs> but like, I just feel like there's so much magic in the world. It's not about religion. It's not that you have to subscribe to a specific set of rules. It's more of like, yo, all these miserable, all these miserable people out there, you don't have to approach life like that. And that's my passion in it is like, there's another way to navigate through your life. So you believe a lot of the same things as a ton of people. Yeah. You just word it more mystically. To yeah. use the word you just used. Yeah. All right. 
That's, that's fair. Because I don't like people who are victims either. I think that's the, a weak thing to do. There's a big thing we're doing where we're like, there's like this big race to be the biggest victim in America. Is it gay men? Is it black men? Is it black women? Is it white women? Is it, and everybody's just racing to the bottom. Is it white men? I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, white men aren't allowed to have problems. I feel so bad for Nate McIntosh, a guy who grew up with no money, grew up with no father. Horrible, like, really fucked up situation. Yeah. And every, if he's like, yeah, man, life was rough growing up, immediately people are like, yeah, but you a white dude. Why could you blah, blah, blah. And it's like, first of all, why are you trying to out-victim him? Yeah. What, what reward do you get out of that? That's just all we're doing with that is if I fuck up, now I have a reason. Yeah. Remove the reason. And then if you fuck up, life is going to suck regardless whether you got a reason or not. So just go be great. And I think that's kind of how you feel yeah. in a lot of ways. It's just worded more um, spacey. <laughs> well, it is. But, but the underlying thing is we're all human. I don't right. really think I'm an alien. I think aliens are out there. I mean, we can get into the weirder stuff. I I do think that there's like an intergalactic council. You could say, you know, like the UN, like I think there is more connectedness than we realize outside of the planet Earth. But when you say that, it sounds like a bunch of different aliens sitting at a table deciding. Maybe there what are. To, okay. I would love, yeah. I hope I but can you be see why a person day. would have a problem with that. A hundred percent. To me, it seems like such a truth that I forget how out there it is. To, if you had said that to me eight years ago, I would have thought it was crazy. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? So I almost like, I do. I'm like, oh, I'm here. Why aren't you here with me? And it's like, right. bitch, give me a second. Yeah. But, um, but the underlying thing is we're human. We have human problems. And yet you don't want to fall into that pit of victimhood. You can get up. And I love what you just said. Like, it doesn't matter what fucking race or religion you are. You're allowed to have problems. I am so sick of any group thinking that they get to be the one with the problem. It's like, yo, being a human's fucking hard. And we all have different stories. And we all got struggles. And if your struggle is worse than somebody else's, I'm sorry, but that's not something we need to sit here and fight to prove. Yeah. It is what it is. We all got issues. If you got more than me, hey, I'm sorry it worked out that way. But at the end of the day, either you're going to be great and you're going to be okay and happy or you're not. And no matter what, you can't, like, even if you had all the obstacles in the world, you're still going to be just as unhappy as if you had none. You might feel a little better about the lack of whatever you have, but- you might be comforted by that or feel less hard on yourself, but you still are going to be unhappy and have nothing. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's an important thing to think, to realize, I think for people. Yeah. Well, I know that with like Trump being in office, I ran into uh, a black comic. I don't want to bring any names in. And he was really pissed at white people, you know, he's like, it's just showing me I can't trust any white people. God. And that offended me because I'm like, I'm white. And you're saying right now to my face that like, you don't trust me. And I get it. There's a part of me that really gets it for real because I get the the racism and I get the mistreatment. But at the same time, it's like you're doing the same thing. Then you're letting this man trigger your own divisiveness right? instead of coming together and realizing we have to work together. Also, I would not have voted for Trump. A lot of the stuff he's doing, I need to read more about it. But on the surface, yeah, it seems pretty terrifying. But like, here's what we seem to forget real quickly. There is a reason so many people voted for him, almost 50% of the country. What, he lost by 3 million votes? That's not that much. But a lot of people felt really, um, I guess, shitty. Like, felt disenfranchised, disillusioned, whatever. A lot of them might not have had a reason, but we can't say 49 million people just voted for him because they're racist. So let's try to have some compassion for a guy who voted for him, see why, and why do you feel that way? off or high. 49 49 million. 49 million votes, I think. I think he lost by 3 million so it was, really? I thought it was like, 
I mean, this is something I know very well. <laughs> I think like, it was 49 million, yeah. I thought they were, okay, we'll have to get the exact numbers after the podcast of who right. voted. But I get what you're saying. That's not even the point, is that um, there are so many people who he spoke, they, they were like, that's my voice. So clearly, and I talk about this all the time, the system's broken. People want a way that works for them. Right. And I think, honestly, it's a deeper, deeper issue where we've just stopped talking to each other. No one listens to anyone. And what's crazy is, yo, you know, actually, I heard this on the radio. And you know who he quoted as saying it, it shocked me, was Rush Limbaugh. And he said, everybody thinks crazy is a spectrum. Like, it's like a straight line. There's far right crazy on one end, far left crazy on the other. Actually, it's more like a, like a continuum, like a circle. Mm. Like, far right crazy people and far left crazy people really line up in that circle at pretty much the exact same place. <laughs> yeah. They're the same person, just separated by a little bit. And I've been saying this, I had this realization a while ago, a lot of, like... Like the most extreme liberal Bernie supporter, whatever, burn the government down, and the most extreme Trump supporter, probably the same person just grew up in different environments. Just different, different quote unquote, beliefs different or labels. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is like, you can say, oh, I am a Democrat. I am a vegetarian. Right. I am an Aquarius. Like right. we, we construct these labels to feel like we know who we are. Right. And the truth is, is, you honestly have to feel into a person if they feel like a good person or not. Yeah. You know, because I know a bunch of people who are super anti-Trump, but still I don't want to be even close to them. Agreed. Because they feel like serial killers. Right. Their energy. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah, that's great that I think you voted for the person who stands for more love and connectedness, but you still, I think, beat your wife. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't matter to me. So I, I agree with what, you know, you're saying, I still think that Trump is very frightening and the way he's approaching everything. It's like, Oh, I feel fear, build a wall, create a ban. Everything is just divisive and fear-based. And that's what scares me. Well, I, I need to do a lot of reading. I talk to people and I try to talk to people on both sides and I try not to form an opinion without having really read the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter scares me, but I also know Twitter's the people I follow are pretty far left. A lot of alarmism, which is fine. I'm just saying, it seems scary. I got to read more, but yeah, let's uh, let's just try to listen to each other as opposed to yelling our beliefs to people who agree with us. You're getting nothing done. It's just catharsis. Yeah, you get all this shit out of you, and then you feel better because you got it out of you, and then nothing changes. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's give. Uh, you ready for an email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get in that ass. Get in that ass. Okay. Um, and of course, you're like, this is a high school person. I love how I'm like, no, it's older. Anyway. Yeah. No, um, I'm going to take this super seriously then. Okay. I'm a senior in high school and throughout uh -huh. my four years, I've been seen as a confident person and throughout all of high school I tried, but it's honestly all fake confidence. This is a girl. Right away, I can tell this is a girl. It's a guy. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say the name. <sighs> yeah. But it's a guy. Uh, and Which I love about his honesty. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. it's dope. Uh, mature okay. bond your years, dog. Yeah. But it's honestly all fake confidence and truly have low self-esteem. If you have any advice, that'll help a lot. Thank you and say hi to Shane for me, please. What a, sweet what a sweet human. Kid. What a sweet kid. Yeah. Well, do you want to start? I don't know. Self-confidence is a tough thing. It's hard to have. First of all, don't beat yourself up, I think, for having low self-confidence because it's shocking how few people have real confidence. Yeah. I get super insecure sometimes, and I consider myself a very confident person, but there's a lot of times I get really insecure. Yeah. So don't, like, think you're some freak or you're alone or whatever. There's a lot of people kind of faking it out there. That's the first thing I think of. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to agree with that is that being insecure 
or having low confidence is not, does not make you weak. It's actually a really sweet thing. We all have insecurities, right? They look different in different people, but we're all insecure and can be made to feel even more insecure, especially in high school. I mean, high school can be a tough environment if you got someone, you know, like I, I feel like most people in high school don't embrace being your weird self. You feel like you have to conform and be a certain way. So I just think it's beautiful that this person is being so honest about it and sharing it. That's what I thought as a girl. Yeah, because girls are normally the ones who feel more free to share their feelings. I think it's, I think you're eons ahead of of most of the people your age and just being able to say that. Even the years she uses has to sound space age. Eons. Even her timeline is space age. It's a cosmic timeline. Eons. Years. You are years. <laughs> For a second, I was like, well, what would the word be? You I'm like, like years. 10 to 15 years ahead. It ain't no eons. Yeah, that's true. Eons is like you don't even exist anymore <laughs> yeah. as the human yeah. you are. Thank you, Akash, for pointing that out. Um, so ridiculous. I'm a ridiculous person. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think. I think most of us, most adults you even see are walking around with fake confidence. Yeah, for sure. They almost get to a point where they think it's real, which yeah. is even scarier. The right. person where you're like, oh my God, that is the most insecure person right. pretending. Right. Especially like, it's so easy to pretend you have confidence when you have a lot of money or external success. Yeah. It's so easy for people to be like, yeah, I'm the fucking yeah. man or like, I'm the woman. Look yeah. how, you know, look yeah. how much I have. And then you can just look at them and you're like, oh my God, I could break that person by just saying one thing. Yeah. You know, and just remembering that at the root of it, we're all human. We all have insecurities and the step of acknowledging it is going to be what allows you to really gain your confidence. Also, it's a super long road. So don't expect it to get better in a year or two. And a thing for me, at least, is be kind to yourself. I know it sounds real corny to say, especially from a dude, but just don't be... As a guy, I think I, to a large degree, got where I am by being super hard on myself. Yeah. But there's like, there's a difference between beating yourself up and just expecting a lot out of yourself. And if you don't get it saying, okay, I'm still good. I'm still good enough, but I know I can be, I can work harder. I can do this. I can do that. There's like a middle ground somewhere. Try to find it because you're probably super hard on yourself. Like even saying it's all fake confidence. It's not all fake confidence. I guarantee you there's some things you are confident about. It's just... Give yourself a little credit in everything, even like you're good enough. Just just like be kind to yourself. I think it's a big thing. Perfect. If that was an adult, I would have made fun of them. Really? <laughs> I don't have, have kids. I mean, that's, that's a, so mean. If I was an adult, I'd be like, I don't know, man. Adults maybe you suffer suck. with the same thing. No, adults suffer with the same thing. I, I think it's really hard in our society to like figure this shit out because most people have the attitude of like, I don't want to hear your feelings. Put your fucking head down suck it up and get your ass to work. Like we think we're not allowed to feel not just insecure, but like sadness or anger. So I think no matter what age you are, it's a brave thing to take a stop, take a minute and be like, wow, like I'm feeling all this confidence I have is fake. Like that's huge. Cause that's jarring to see that in yourself. Like, like, cause I, I had my friend on, on the one before John from high school, he started comedy and he was saying like, he was looking at me and he was like, oh, in high school, you Why looked so this? confident. No. <laughs> but he was saying like, because in high school, I was all smiley and was popular. But inside, I was really upset. I had a really bad childhood, yeah. you know. And I think it's cool to all of a sudden be like, wow, this is all fake what I'm showing the world. Right. I want to deal with what's really going on. Yeah. And I think that's just a brave thing. 
Yeah, and if you want to talk to somebody, I heard talking to therapists at a young age can actually mess kids up. But I think senior in high school, college freshman, whatever, around this time, if you want to start thinking about therapy, it's been great for me. Been super helpful. I mean, yeah. you got to work. You can't just sit in there and bitch about everybody else and expect everything to be okay. But like, it might be all right to do that too. Therapy is amazing. I think therapy for kids can be great if you have the right therapist. If, yeah. if you're a kid and you get, because therapists are the same thing. They're human. Right. So you can get a really good one. You can get a horrible yeah. manipulative one who doesn't even know they're manipulative. And then they can really affect yeah. a child's emotional growth. So I think as long as you have a good therapist, it can affect you as an adult. If you're in a really vulnerable place, but you find a therapist who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about and they yeah. twist you up, yeah. you have to really feel into that as well. Yeah. Well, Jen, so my cousin's a psychiatrist and he told me general things about, because in New York, psychiatry is very like traditional. They don't like to just prescribe drugs. They're big into like the history of psychiatry and all that stuff. And they all see therapists. He told me a couple of things to look for. So this doesn't make a good therapist, but he said, uh, generally speaking, a therapist doesn't give you a ton of advice. They kind of let you talk, traditionally at least. They let you talk. They let you come to the revelation on your own because it means more that way, but they'll lead you. So if you got a therapist telling you like, you need to do this, this, and this, <clears throat> that might not be ideal. Yeah. Also, just credentials wise, you don't have to have this, but a PhD in psychodynamic therapy is what most of us need in terms of like psychodynamic. So those are a couple things to look for. Go Akash. Killing it. You're such a man. Yo, can I say this about confidence too? Yeah. We all shit on these guys like Kanye and like Trump who had this insane confidence, but I keep thinking they win because of their insane confidence. But I don't think that's real confidence. But they win. But at what cost? Kanye, that's I don't- That's not the kind of I winning I want to do. I'm not a Kanye guy. I like his music. Him as a person, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy, a lot of stuff I don't like, but- he has an undeniable imprint on fashion in this country, which is a thing he values. Like he wants to be a big label name, whatever. And his labels might not be huge. His clothes might not necessarily sell, but so much of what I wear, of what all of us wear that's cool is influenced by Kanye. Trump, you might think that's false confidence. You might not want to be that guy. But I think those guys who think I am the illest person on earth, that's the president of the country right now. So I love that you brought that up because- that fake confidence can get you somewhere. Don't get me wrong. It can get you to a place where you're making a lot of money. You're owning a lot of companies. You have a lot of power. But I don't think it's rooted in happiness or authenticity. So then what's it all for? Then you need to accumulate more and more and more. It never ends. Because what we're actually looking for, every human, is that fulfillment, that thing, that validation. richness. Yeah. And you're not going to find it in accumulating more things. No, I think there's something to that. But my point is generally just like, I think it's hard to have, I think a lot of times we kind of like shame too much confidence. I don't think we need to do that. I think we need to look at those guys and be like, maybe there's something we can learn from that. Well, there's something. Self-belief, believing in yourself yeah. and knowing your worth, even with your insecurities. That's yeah. the difference. It's like when you can hold space for your insecurities and all of those emotions, but then still believe in yourself, I think that's the difference. Those people are almost pushing away. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm just the man. Like, yeah, you're the man, but you're also a human with these flaws that we yeah. all have. And yeah. I think that's the difference. And I think people relate to people more when they feel like you're also human. Like, you're not fucking better than me. Not you, but like right, anyone. Right. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone thinking that they're better than me. Like, even if I met fucking Beyonce... And she acted like she was better than me. 
at first I'd geek out. Oh my God, I'm meeting Beyonce. But then if she gave me any fucking diva attitude, like you're welcome to be talking to me, I would quickly be like, I'm fucking Kate Wolf, bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the moment you act better than someone else, I'm like, you've got it all wrong. Right, that's fair. That's and fair. that's, I think the difference is like, it's almost this like power dynamic that happens. Kanye almost thinks that he's this thing that's like better than everyone else. Believe in yourself. I love that. Have self-confidence, know your worth. But the moment you start thinking that you're on this fucking pedestal, you're setting yourself up to be knocked down. I guess what I'm saying is you can accomplish Kanye-like things simply with Kanye-like confidence. That's how far yes. confidence can take you. As long as it's rooted and grounded. Sure. But my, I'm not your, saying your, your point is wrong or whatever. Yes. That's just my observation is like, as a human, I don't know. But in terms of simple, like objective winning and losing, Trump, the whole election, I was like, this guy's a loser. I'm a winner. And we all <laughs> laughed at it. I was like, yo, this motherfucker won everything. Yeah. Real wins, human wins, I don't know, but objective winning and losing. External, I call them, they're called in my school false victories. False it's victories. Net sock on the tree of life. But it worked for him, but I don't think that's a happy man. No, but, not, it's, but if you have self-confidence, it can take you that far. Yes. Sure, you got to work on the other things too. A hundred percent. But that's how important self-confidence is, I think. Madonna actually kind of talked about that in that awesome speech she gave. I think it was like the Billboard Music Awards. And I posted a quote from her where she was basically saying, like, if you just keep believing in yourself and going for your dreams, you're right. unstoppable. doesn't matter how many no's you get. If you just keep yesing yourself right. and believing, you can make your dreams happen. And that's honestly probably the only thing I would ever listen to celebrities about is how to make it in a dream field. Yes. Everything else, I think they're actual idiots. But uh, Some yes, some no. You're, you're any, lumping. You're pretty lumping. much any time a celebrity talks about politics, I'm like, we're good. We don't need this from you. But... Uh, it, if when it comes to believing in yourself against all odds, that's kind of what they had to do. They succeeded in that specific thing. Politics, I'm going to listen to someone who, I don't know, isn't a theater major. But uh, I think you can listen to everyone. I mean, if you want to really listen to someone, like if you really want to know the details of the bill being passed, yeah, of course, you want to talk to someone who's knowledgeable. But you also can listen to your feelings. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll like, listen to my feelings. I'll yeah. listen like to you can look at Trump give Judd a Apatow's feelings. Fine, but you can look at someone give like Trump give a speech, and if my body hisses every time that man talks, that's you though. I get that. That's your body. Right, but I'm still allowed to express that. Sure, it doesn't mean I'm now an expert on foreign policy. Sure, I think a lot of actors think they are. I'm not. No, I don't. I am an expert on negative, dominating energy. Dated a lot of those dudes. No thanks. Check please. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. Next. I'm also single. I haven't shaved my vagina <laughs> in five months. <laughs> I might be alone forever with that attitude, but I will take it. Oh my God, I bought a vibrator fucking last week, took it home, realized I didn't have batteries. Go out and get batteries the next day, broken. Doesn't even fucking work. You bought one in the store, a brick and mortar? I went to a fucking store. Exactly. This has taken a lot of goddamn effort, okay? Like, I have not had one for years and I've been single. And I'm like, you know what, Kate? Invest in your singleness. Take care. Treat yourself. Yes. I'm like, you're not getting dick and that's fine. But take care of your shit. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm walking around like twitching at this point. And I'm like, okay, so go do something for you. So I go out. I spend $45. Don't have a lot of money. This was like a big deal. I'm like, this is for self-maintenance because I'm over-humping things in my house. I'm just like, this isn't doing it for me anymore. Okay? So All <laughs> right, kid, I don't need to hump everything that he, his elbow touches. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm a kind, considerate mother. So Obviously. <laughs> <yeah>. Obviously. <laughs> So I went out and got a vibrator. 
And then I fuck it after all of it. It's not working. I have to fucking return it tonight. I'm just not. And, and they're going to be like, they're going to look at it like I put it in my vagina. And I have to be like, I didn't use it. It's been broken from the start. And they're going to be like looking at me like I'm a maniac who used a vibrator and tried to return. Yeah. It's just going to be an annoying See, process. This is weird for me to talk about knowing there's high schoolers here, even though they probably know everything. They know about vibrators. They know everything. But it's still weird for me to talk. Just like I know kids have heard cussing, but I still won't cuss You know around. I have a huge three-year-old audience now, too. <laughs> I would walk out of the studio I right now. I'd walk out of the studio. Um, this is now you gotta do the even exchange. Sesame Street. Yeah, oh yeah. You got to do the even exchange. That's the only way you can walk out with any credibility. I know. No. I, I want the same one. This one doesn't work. I'm going to test it here in the store, not in my vagina, but I need to make sure it vibrates. Yeah. I'm not walking Bring out of batteries. the store. I am. I, di- I have the whole thing in my car. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah, good for you for going brick and mortar though. That's 100% of, I would assume, an Amazon purchase. I actually went on, I think it was like Adam and Eve dot com the sec and and i put in my i i found the one i wanted and then it was like you're not on a secure server or something and i was like well shit am i about to put my numbers into something yo where the whole world will see your sex toy purchases i don't you care about that i'm like don't steal my credit card i don't need to deal with that shit all right fair enough you kidding and you I, have and to- I have different fears yeah <laughs> yeah for me i'm like <laughs> i remember years ago i think i was like moving i was in my early 20s but i was moving out of my dad's house somewhere and he was helping me pack and he would, he would do this oh thing of like, God. no, I know. He'd be like, keep or discard was the thing. Oh so he'd hold up a shirt and I'd be like, keep, I'm gonna get, get rid of. Oh my he God. goes and he finds my vibrator. It was oh the most, God. Uh, he lit- and my dad is so amazing. He just goes, uh, keep or throw away. And I was like, uh, keep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's horrifying. Because a part of me wanted to say, throw it out just to get rid of like, ah. And I was like, no, you're not your vibrator, you know. You keep. My, we both just didn't talk about it again, That's, but you could tell we were both yes. like, Ugh. awkward. <sighs> My dad's been a good sport though. Like when I first started having sex in high school, he said to me, he goes, when you do, if you need condoms, birth control, I'll take you to the doctor, you know, cause he wanted me to take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told him when I did, I was like, Hey dad, uh, you know, the thing you said having sex and he's like, I'll set up an appointment. And he got me to my OBGYN. I went on birth control um he even got me condoms he would buy them <laughs> give them to me because he really i'm sure it wasn't comfortable but he's like i don't want my daughter to get stds or pregnant so he's been really cool from the start about that stuff i know God. it's gonna be hard for you if you have a girl fuck i know but you have to as much as that's annoying or whatever you have to be in reality and be like, okay, do I want to pretend my daughter doesn't have a vagina? Or do I want to actually say to I her? I will never pretend my daughter doesn't have a vagina. <laughs> but I'm not, when she's 16, going to be like, so you're probably thinking about fucking. <laughs> she probably will be, Akash. Yeah. I'm going to ask her to wait. Let's okay. just wait a little bit. What do you mean, one of those creepy dads? You know those dads wait who tell, like, give college. them promise I think college rings? is a reasonable uh, compromise. Wait till college. Yeah, I'm sure she's... I get what you're saying, Akash, but when you, some people just want to fuck, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but like, it's like, if you're going to at least come to me, do you ever see though, those pictures of the dad, they're always these the white dudes. They're like very religious and they do these ceremonies where their daughters wear these dresses and they do like these promise rings where they promise they won't have sex wow, until so they're weird. married. Yeah. And then they have like a ring. It creeps me out so hard. I get, I get the overlying thing is cute. And I cute. think a ring is a good idea because it's a reminder that you're disappointing your dad. That's awful. Every time you try to give like a hand job. Especially like, if oh, you're doing it doggy, right you. you have to just stare oh at your hand the God. whole time. You know what I mean? It's right there. Yeah. So I think the idea is good, but a ceremony about it is a little weird. And like a photo shoot. I don't know. I, I, I get there's like a cute like, 
I don't know. It, it creeps me out. It's like, it's I'm going to buy it. my daughter it's all like kinds of wristwear and rings. <laughs> just so anything that involves her hand, she starts thinking about me and what could turn her off more on earth than that. You just go to the, the bands and they do Four watches I'm going to have her wear at a time. Different STDs on the band. <laughs> AIDS, herpes, chlamydia. No, I don't want to be, be that direct. I just want to give her things that think of her father. And so if any time she needs to use her hand for something sexual, she sees something that reminds her of her dad, she's out. She's completely turned off. I don't Ten want watches. Akash's so daughter. Literally, yeah. Ten. Ten watches. And anytime somebody's like, why do you have ten watches? Then bang. You know what I mean? My, my dad, dad don't want me to fuck Tom and Kyle. No, but she's not going to know it. She's going to think my dad. And I assume thinking about your dad is the biggest turnoff on earth. So there you go. We'll see. I think you're going to have, when you do have kids, you're going to have a really good relationship with them and pretty That'd be honest. That would be great. So, yeah. And yeah. you're, you keep changing a lot. I think the, you're in a relationship. This is like your first real girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm never going to try to put a chastity belt on my daughter, but I'm also <laughs> going to be fucking crestfallen if she's having sex in high school, especially because I waited until I was 31. Well, that was half extreme. Half my age? You're going to be half that my age? That was extreme. Extreme, sure. I appreciate That's why I said, I said college. I said 18, 19. That's still really crazy for me. I know. I know. I love you. I'm proud that you have now... Broken your own chastity. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. we're not, we don't have to talk about it too much because right. you're respectful with that and I appreciate right. and respect it. Um, but what I was going to say is I can see how much, how long have you been with, can I say your name? Yeah, sure. Jasmine, how long have you been with her for? Because uh, I know that. One year and what's four months, I think? November 5th, we were official. Amazing. So it's February, now it's four months, I guess. You have changed and grown up a lot just by. Being, I think relationships do that. You have to care about another human being. Yeah, and I had so I had known I needed to go to therapy for a while because my temper is crazy. Like lots of fire. I don't. You're yeah, a dragon. You don't you're see a dragon. It unless you're like unless I unless you're like immediate family. Like I gotta really love you. And then like I've seen it. You and Mike Cannon had that. Fight yeah, that but you still, here's why I keep telling you. You still haven't seen it. I can imagine. It's like Akash. I can imagine. Yeah, you can imagine. Probably. And trust me. It's crazy. My temper. Ain't pretty either. When it gets there, I've done a lot of work that when it is yeah. alive in my body, I go, okay, it's here. Let me breathe. Let right. me remove myself. Right. But I also can get monstrous. And I don't think she's ever thought I would physically haunt. I've never made her yeah. feel in danger, I don't think. But like my temper, seeing how that hurts her, I was like, I got it. So it was, it's having yeah. somebody worth changing for. And I was like, all right, I'm getting into therapy now. And like I work. Like I ask myself questions when I go home. I'm thinking about stuff yeah. like, I'm in there. If I miss a week, I go twice the next week. Like, I'm in it. So she's been worth... You have to find somebody who's worth changing for. That's freaking beautiful. And thank you. It's a lot of work. And yes. I've been single. I think it's both, right? You need to have time where you can be on your own. Right. Because if you're one of those people who just jumps from relationship to relationship, yeah. then you're probably avoiding yourself. But then also there's it comes a time where you want to engage in a relationship. It yeah. helps you grow. It helps you see things. It's hard as fuck. Be single, man. That's why we were just talking about girls yeah. who find the next dude before they break up with their old dude. Don't do that shit. Be single. First of all, it's a slimy move. Second of all, it, being single is great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the best to be in love, but if you're not that, then be single. Yeah. The best thing in the world for you. Everybody gets their life together when they're heartbroken. It's true. Heartbreak is a good way into yourself. It sucks. It's painful, but it's... Is it a breakdown or a breakthrough? You know what I'm saying, Akash? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, in all honesty, sometimes it busts open barriers that were too tough for you to get through. 
And it sometimes takes like a pretty bad heartbreak or loss to go to a place that you hadn't been able to go to before. Yeah, it makes you hit a new low. So you're like, well, I gotta, I can't have this again. I gotta pick myself up and be better. Yeah. What can I do in the future yeah. to change this route? Yeah. If, if anything, sometimes loss is just inevitable in being a human, you know? Kids, a little bit of heartbreak, not the worst thing. 30-year-olds, a little bit of heartbreak, get your shit together. You fucked up. Like you were talking to me right there. I'm oh, like, no, I am no, no, trying, no. Akon. No, 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 you in there, you doing the work. I am. You doing the work. I'm trying. I still get myself into some stupid situations sometimes, trust me. Not for, I haven't had sex in six months. As we are well aware. <sighs> yes. As a sex store is about to find out. Yes. Real yeah. soon. Can you imagine they try to not give me my money back? I will melt down. I'll be like, I haven't gotten dick. I feel like at a sex toy store, you got a super lenient refund policy. I think so. I mean, if someone's got the heart to come get the refund, that'd be repulsive. (laughs) Who is that person that needs to prove that bad? Yeah, right. I feel like though, if if I, if you got the heart to come get a refund, you earned it. That's true. And you know, it's my Jewish woman's going to come out. I'm like, hi. So I put in the batteries. (laughs) They just didn't work. I need a new one. I'm trying to take care of my vagina. I'm single. I'm doing a lot of healing work. (laughs) (laughs) I need to come. I need to take care of me. All right. Are you ready for one more email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. Dear Kate, this girl's 16. I wasn't even going to tell you, but I feel like you, you deserve to know the truth. It profoundly impacts whether I give real advice or not. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Dear Kate, I met a girl online and this is a girl. Right. I met a girl online. I should probably point out that I'm bisexual. We've been talking almost every day since July of 2016. So how long has that been now? Like eight months Seven, or seven eight months, yeah. She lives in my area, but we've never met. I really want to meet her, but I'm afraid it'll be awkward like it has been with past experiences. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. So I'm guessing that this is like a newer thing, like she's not used to. Yeah, it's like the online relationship. Yeah, but is this like her first thing with a girl, I guess? Or it's like one of her No, first? wait, she said it'd be different than past experiences. She, well, she, she doesn't want it to be like past experiences because I think past experiences hasn't worked out uh, Okay. online dating or online. Okay, so she's know. bisexual, so we don't know if this is her first girl thing. Okay, okay. I assume not. Oh, well, first of all, once again, really the awareness is incredible. That's what I think so interesting is a lot of times it's these younger people who are actually more open-minded and willing to look at themselves because it hasn't been as cemented. So first of all, I think it's great that you're like, man, I don't want to repeat past behaviors. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's dope. And that's going to help you not to repeat yeah. them. Wait, did she say repeat past behaviors or she didn't want to, she didn't want it to be as shitty as it was before? I think she's had a few meetups that were awkward. That's how I took it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm too, I'm looking into it and assuming things. I'm afraid it'll be awkward like it has been with past experiences. You're right. Cause that doesn't mean she was. Yeah. I think she's had a, I think she's had a few meetups that have been awkward. Uh, you just meet him anyway. We're yeah. just gonna keep talking online forever. It's I know I guess it's scary, but like you just gotta meet him because you gotta meet at some point. If you think this is re- you gotta think this is real. If you're talking every day for seven months, yeah, you gotta find out. It's really hard when you meet someone online. Um, you don't know what they're gonna be like in person. They might have a weird mannerism yeah. or something that you didn't pick up on. Right. But like you said, you just gotta do it. The likelihood, because you guys have been talking a bunch, is that you will still get along in person. The yeah. longer I think you wait, in a yeah. sense, not to, you don't want to wait too long. Yeah. But, you know, the longer you wait, the more likely it is that you guys actually will get along. And real talk, you got to find out if it's a catfish. I know. Seriously, that's yeah. so scary. You don't have that. Have you two years you're talking, that Manti Teo thing, and then it's a catfish? Meet him. Meet him. Yeah. It's always awkward. It's scary. 
course it's scary. I joined Tinder last night for 10 minutes and then I deleted it. <laughs> I never I never did Tinder. I never did Bumble. I never did any of them. No dating app. I did one. A, I'm really not a fan. I did one for Indians called Dill Mill is only for Indians. And then uh, I couldn't like my age was on there and I was like embarrassed the fact that I was 30 and I'd just gotten on TV. And then one of my Twitter followers who was like a fan who was like 19 was on there and I was just, I just deleted my account. I was like, get it off. I don't need anyone to see this. I don't need anyone to know this. So I'm off now. Yeah, I just want to meet someone in person. Yeah. It's so much easier, I think, to know what that chemistry is. And You do these healing shows. You think about, you think about dick? A little bit, back of your mind. When I'm doing the healing? You think about no. finding a dude? You think about meeting a dude at one of these healing events? Oh, at the ones I run? Of course, yeah. No. I mean, if that, listen, if You're that even happened. even using fame, right, Kate? I just... I'm I'm trying to do to focus on me and I have a feeling for the most part the people I've met have just entered my life organically when you're not really even looking. Yeah, you know that I mean? ain't never worked. True. <laughs> <laughs> Go find a dude at a show, Kate. Have a healing event. Bring a good looking dude up there. Heal his soul. Then maybe he could do damage to your pussy. That's what I <laughs> But no, it's first of all, most of the people that come to my healing events are women. Oh, there's almost, I think it's hard for guys to enter that space. It's harder for them than it is for women. Of course, if a dude did and he was dope, I'd be in, you know, but that's not where I want to meet either. I'm in a different space when I'm in that, when I'm running a show, I'm not like. After the show though, show's (sighs) over. Kid, I think it's really beautiful what you're doing. Listen, if you're a dude and you want to holler, I almost got Kate, emotional just pretending. I was right? like, "Thank you, right?" I'm working really hard, right? If you're a dude and you want to holler at Kate Wolf, as many dudes do, oh. <laughs> come to one of our healing events. If this because if I go to these healing events and I'm getting just cat called during the whole thing, Akash, I'm gonna blame you. But you would feel sexy. No, I don't on some level. No, oh, I do not want to get cat oh, call, cat calling in general when you're trying to do something. Girl, I let you touch my you're soul. You're gonna get Come my on. inner murderer coming out. No, oh, stop it. Um, let, let these dudes love you. <laughs> I have been getting a little bit more attention lately. I must be opening up to something from like from cat callers. No, no, no. I, cat callers make me murderous for real. I had these two dudes one time. I think I told this already. They were driving and they pulled up, which is always terrifying, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. And one of the dudes was like, hey, beautiful, I like your dress. I'm like, oh, really? Your friend can borrow it and you can think of me when you fuck him in the ass. And I, like, that was just an immediate response. And I was like. What's oh. wrong with that? My response? Yeah. Thank you. Well, I was scared. I'm like, you I mean, I also don't off. have a problem with you the cat You pissed the wrong person off. To be honest, I don't have a problem with the cat well, calling either. I'm just right? trying to just, mind my fucking business. Keep your dick that's in the gift. Here's the thing I wish women understood. Every dude who's trying to be your friend is a creep. He's a cat caller low key. At least that cat caller is honest. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You and I have been friends for a long time. You were never cat calling me. I know, but this is a real friendship and I don't think I've ever like had a real friendship. I don't think I've ever done anything remotely creepy. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, you know, I'm that's completely I'm closed you off can... to girls who aren't Indian. So it's like, it really sets up a no, thing. No, no, where it's no. Like, and I appreciate ever... that. You know what you I mean? Know, no, I'm saying I appreciate like that. We were able to create a safe friendship right. with that ground. Right. With that being said, there have been some friends of mine, um, not like a lot, but just that are even like pushing the boundaries a bit. Like, you know, we're both single, whatever. And like, they'll, they'll start saying things. I'm like, oh, he's flirting with me. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh. But oh. you got to step away from that friendship. Because if a guy likes you, here's what, 
Here's another thing women oh, don't understand. Oh, you mean like that's not a real friendship then yeah, because here, they're trying here's to another kick thing. that dick. Yeah, here's another thing women don't understand. A lot of times I think girls think it's like guys don't want you for anything except physical or whatever. But if I'm friends with a girl I'm attracted to and she's got a dope personality, that's like beyond I want to hook up with her. That's I, I'm, I, like, I love her. Yeah. So it's kind of, if you sense that guy or girl from the opposite party, you have to pull back too and respect that this ain't a friendship anymore. Yeah. You might get benefits out of it. You had a friend who I judged who had a dude like her and she just held on for years and the guy went crazier and crazier. And I don't think he should have done that. But like, it was also her responsibility as a true friend to step away from the friendship. You know exactly who I'm talking about. It was her responsibility to step away from the friendship. But that motherfucker went crazy. He went crazy. She didn't deserve the kind of crazy. She didn't deserve the kind of crazy for sure. That was an extreme. For sure. But as his friend, she needed to step away because it is selfish to say, yeah, but he's my friend. No, he's not your friend. He's in love he with you. He loves you. Yeah. He's treating you the way he would treat you if that's... He, in your mind, you're his girlfriend every way except physically. Yeah. And that's all he's waiting on is for you to let the physical... To give up that puss. Yes. To close the physical gap so we can do that. Yeah. But that's not a real friendship. You can't call... It, a lot of girls, because they like that feeling, I think, and guys too, I'm sure, will say, oh, that's my friend. I don't want to... Uh, that I value their friendship. That's not a friendship. Yeah. That's your boyfriend that you don't have to do anything for. Yeah. You know what's so weird is like, okay, so you and I are actual real friends because even before you had a girlfriend, which cements that thing, but because it was just, it just wasn't going to happen. It was like, I'm a mom. You're only into Indian chicks. Do you know what I mean? Like, so already that was set. But uh, what's weird is with some of my friendships where they have girlfriends, it was just already immediately set that it was safe ground. But what's interesting is like, I was like, oh my God, can you imagine if like, these friendships I have, if suddenly they broke up with their girlfriend, how suddenly that could, sh- you know what I mean? Like how in my mind it would still be that same thing, yeah. but it could shift immediately where I'm thinking of one person where like, I'm not close, close with him. I don't even talk to him that much, but like we became friends with him having a girlfriend and now they're broken up. And I'm like, I can't really even re-enter that friendship because it would be so different now. Yeah. Now that he doesn't have a girlfriend, that safety I felt is yeah. gone. Yeah. And it's just crazy how that works. Because it gets complicated. Yeah. Because you always, first of all, we all always hear the best relationships form as friendships first. So I've had girls who are platonic friends, and then it gets a little blurry where I don't think, I, I don't know if I like them or I'm tricked into thinking maybe this is something. Yeah. But like, that's, I don't know, that's weird. Once it gets into that space, you kind of step away and see what's up. Yeah. And then usually clarity will come. My homie always, his therapist always says to him, muddy waters, let's still become clear. Ooh, I so love like, that. If you think, if you start feeling those feelings, step away for a bit and see, like, is this still a real friendship? And if it is, cool. If if it's not, it's not a real friendship. You can step away and it's no hard, should be no hard feelings. I love that phrase. I've been trying to get to what you just said because, and it's not just in relationships. It's, we go through confused states all the time yeah. as humans and we almost start freaking out. Like, yeah. oh, I need to know what this is. Right. When you just let it do its thing. Yeah it will become clear. It could take a week, a month. It can take longer. Yeah. But when you just leave it be without the freak out. It's hard to do. I know. But yeah, if you do it, it always clears up. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's so funny how tricky a friendship can be if one has a penis and one has a vagina and you're straight. Of course, it must be so different for people who are homosexual, right? Because then it's like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had gay friends who fall in love with straight friends and like... That's brutal. a thing. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. Because they will they will never like you. Oh, 
biologically, they're just not doing it. Heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's why you almost can't get too close in that. And it's, it's tricky. A male-female friendship is tricky for that reason. Yeah. And even like with my strictly platonic friends, I'm always like, if we hung out a ton, would things get just confusing just because we're you're so intimate on a friendship level that it starts getting blurry? It can. <laughs> it's it's something that I, it's it's an obvious thing, but yeah. I think I was more like, no, guys and girls can be friends, and they can be. But if you're straight and one has a penis and one has a vagina, it can quickly get yeah blurry. Yeah, then I've got we're just friends, but. If we hung out every single day for eight hours a day, who knows what could happen two years down the road? You know what I mean? Like things just get confusing. So I think out of respect to my girl, I'm just like, I've, I have female friends, but I'm not ever hanging out with them any near the way, any like near yeah. the amount of time hanging out with my girl. You have to be boundaried. You have to be smart about yeah. that thing. Yeah. And I think the more and more, it sounds like both of us come into reality. Yeah. You know, you just have to be like, we can't control that things are like that and that yeah. things get muddy. You just accept it and you kind of navigate responsibly. Like, right. Okay, this is just the reality. Yeah. I might not have any intentions to make this more than platonic, but I have to only hang out with this person maybe once a month. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to take that into consideration. I kind of said this just now, but I think I'm wording it. But there's a level of intimacy that comes with a close friendship. Yeah. That is kind of similar to a level of intimacy that comes with a relationship. And if you're doing with so, uh, with the opposite gender, there is always a possibility of attraction. If you if I'm super intimate with my dude friends in the sense of like he knows a bunch of stuff about me, that's just a dude friend. It's yeah. never going to be anything more. But I cannot see him any differently. Yeah. With a female, potentially I could see them differently. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like if I ever opened myself up to be bisexual, like yeah. for cuz maybe maybe I am more than I think I am and I just close right. that off, but if I ever like had my first lesbian experience where I was like, oh, I could do that. It would get way blurrier. Yeah, Cause yeah, then I'd be like, all oh. your friendship. yeah, then I'd be like, well, who yeah. can I be right. that close yeah. with? So I guess my point is, uh, if you're doing that thing that I've seen people do their significant others, like, no, this is just my friend. Yeah. Cool. That might just be your friend. Step away from that friendship. If you love this person a little bit, step back from it. It can't be, not can't, it's tough for it to be that. Like that's a tough thing to pull off. We're super close. And then I'm with you and I love you. That's just a weird thing to pull off. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how you have to be so cautious of those things. Yeah, for and sure. And how quickly friendships can get messy and entangled. Yeah. Like if suddenly somehow you decided you were 20 or 30% attracted to men, just somehow, right? <laughs> that would just, but just get, just hear me out. Okay, yeah. Suddenly it would just alter all of your friendships. Just that little thing of your biochemistry shifting could suddenly make living with Case weird. Your friendship oh, with Case. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out, Case. When you get better, you got a dick waiting for you. <laughs> and you know Case is the bottom. If I was 20, 30% gay, Case. If. 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 You'd be getting it in the ass. You'd be the bottom. Fiery Akash is top. Oh, man. Okay? Oh, God. Yeah, but no. Gross to think about for me. That's why, like, especially lately, if I have a, a newer, quote unquote, friend that I'm not even close with already, trying to get closer. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying? Like, yeah. like, almost trying to act like he wants to be an Akash or a Nathan in that way. I'm like, nah, buddy. They're creepier than cat callers. Bridge close. At least a cat caller is honest. I agree. I'm good. I'm glad we see you. And I almost want to say to them and make it awkward, but I don't. I want to be like, you don't want to just fucking grab T, motherfucker. You want to grab this pussy. 
<laughs> you know what I mean though? Like, and it's annoying that I even have to like look at them and, and humor. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I'm is. I'm like, just ask me on a date. That way I can say yes that's or no. The, that's what you got to do as a dude. You got to ask on a, on a date. Be real about it. And but, yeah, it might make it awkward when I say no. <laughs> but then also we as a society have to decide what's catcalling because a lot of girls are say, saying hi to me on the street is catcalling. That's cool. But then how do you ask a girl out? Is the only safe? I honestly am asking. Well, you could literally. Okay. If it's someone you don't know. Phony. If it's someone you don't know. Yeah. On the street. There's a nice way to come up and be like, you look great. I love the book you're reading. Blah, blah, blah. I would love to take you out. And then the girl could say, oh, thank you. But I already have a boyfriend or no, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. I think that's fair. I'm very relieved I didn't have to deal with any of this. In terms of a friendship? Because I have some like semi-friends. I don't really yeah. ever talk or hang out that much, but I see them around. If they really want to go on a date, they should say to me, I would love to take you out sometime. Right. And that way I'm given the chance to say whether or not I'm interested in them romantically. Yeah. It's the other, when they like dance around it, I'm like, now what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to call this out? Because then I could look like a bitch where I'm like, hey, I don't want to do anything romantically with you. And then they go, oh my God, I just wanted to get tea. Yeah, You're yeah. so fucking cocky. You know, like right. it's a weird thing to have to like dance with when they're not just coming out and saying it. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism. Ugh. But I get it and I get it and that's normal and human. But then it puts me in a weird place where I'm like, okay, now I guess I'm kind of grabbing a tea with this person, but I never want to have sex yeah. with them. Yeah. It's just like- I'm not into it. Just say no. You're good. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Of course. You think this guy just wants to be friends? That's torture for him. The person I'm even talking about gave a speech before asking about how guys and girls can't be friends. And then he literally half an hour later was like, hey, you want to go like get some tea, talk life? And I was like, motherfucker. Like I was like, and he you didn't call that out. He didn't even connect it. You can call that out. You can be I like, have hey, to. didn't we just talk about how you can't be friends? That's your words. And then if he tries to flip it on, you'd be like, dog, I'm just using your words. Like, what, what do you want? I saw, but I say it like you did. I'm like, dog. And he's like, who, who are you right yeah, now? Do that. Akash. Do that. Do dog. I'm Akash. Call him dog. dog. Uh, also, Bro. if I think a girl is into me, I will do little subtle things like that to let her know I don't think of her sexually at all. I'll be like, bro, you're crazy. Bro, come on. When a dude that I am into calls me bro as a oh, way to know, try to create that distance. But it's always someone who I know still has feelings for me and they're trying to... I'm just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go, go say what you actually want to say. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, don't just say, bro, say, Kate, I can feel the thing between us. I don't want to open it up because it's dangerous. So we've already been there. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Everyone's so scared to just fucking say what's actually happening. Can I deal with real? Can I please deal with what's actually going on? Everyone's being so hurts fucking hard, scared. Though. Like I said this before and I didn't realize I did stuff early in my relationship that could have really hurt us. Luckily, she... Gave me another chance and all that stuff. Nothing like, I, I wouldn't like, whatever. But uh, it's because I always said, like, I'm not going to be scared of getting hurt. And then you do these things subconsciously because you're scared of getting hurt. It's hard to be aware of what you're doing because you're scared of getting hurt. Even if you know. Yeah. You, I guarantee you do shit that's like, you're just scared of getting hurt. And then you just go on this diatribe, but you don't realize what you're doing. They probably don't realize what they're doing. I agree. It's annoying, but they don't know it. It's preaching truth, everybody. Guys, I'm an evolved soul. <laughs> you are. We got to wrap it up. I'm a cosmic alien from um, the planet... Uh, Arcturus. The planet Arcturus. <laughs> Love Taurus. We've been friends for eons, we Akash. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Akash, where can they find you? Uh, check my website out, uh, akashsing.com, A-K-A-A-S-H-S-I-N-G-H.com. I'm on a new Netflix show called Brown Nation. Uh, 
I don't know if they're doing guy code again, but if you ever see reruns of guy code, I'm on that. While and out reruns, I'm on that. And that's it for now. You're doing fucking phenomenal. I'm trying. I'm so proud of you. I'm trying. Thank you. And you're one of Likewise. the funniest and kindest people Thank in the you. world. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve everything coming your way. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, so first of all, I want to shout Likewise. out. Thank you. You're coming to my dance parties. Oh, yeah. Kate uh, is doing um, conscious dance parties. I'm coming to one of them, but I have not promised an open mind. Um, that's okay. You're just stepping into the space, and that makes my heart sing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so rec- uh, Pinch Recording Studios, I just want to give them a shout out. They have the best sound quality. If you have a podcast or music you want to record, go to pinchrecording.com. I swear to God, you won't be disappointed. Um, I have a Patreon account. If you would be willing to support me, I would always appreciate it. It is pa- Patreon slash The Kate Wolf. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at The Kate Wolf. And I have. My next New York City healing event going deep is March 15th. You can get tickets on Eventbrite and Tower Readings. I'm still doing them. They're over Skype. It's kwolf27 at gmail.com. Pay her. <laughs> Patreon.com is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I love you. Not I. I would think it's I. It's E-O-N. Patreon, like eons. Like how long Yo! Kate has felt ways. <laughs> like how long, how old Kate's spirit is. Yes. Kate's soul is eons old. Eons Patreon. Old, baby. Um, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Akash. Thank you, Akash. I love you. And love thank you, you guys for listening. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.